Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to Gamer Heroes. So, uh, yeah, had the first ever game jam at my place this weekend, which uh, was a lot of fun. I thought we'd have a lot more PCs, but, um, you know, the idea was people bring over their setups. We have a LAN party and uh, people bring their instruments and we play, you know, we jam. And a few people, a couple people brought instruments. The thing is, I don't really have instruments. I really like drumming, um, but I don't have. Did you ever professionally play or? Uh, no, Train. I took lessons for a very like short a trombone time. trombone for 11 years. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good old jazz trombonist there. You should show up. What other opportunities you got? I don't think I've picked it up since, uh, I have the trombone since, shoot, freshman year of college. It's been a long time. Man. Yeah. Really missed out on, on like getting in some of those ska bands. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we had uh, people show up with guitars. I got a keyboard and a really out of tune piano at my place. My friend uh, who's out of town has, it starts with a J. It's like a box. It's a drum that you sit on. Like it's a it's box a square. you sit on. You, yep. you drum it. I forget what they're, what they're called. A, a jaboomba? It's something know. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a drum circle drum. Um, well, it's not a djembe, which is... Oh, that's so what I'm played, thinking of. Yeah, I've played a djembe before, which I like. But this is straight up a, a wooden box, box with yep. a hole in the back. And you sit on it and you knock the sides to make different sounds. I love djembes. They're fun. We So, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail. Uh, we found on um, Airbnb, you could rent out a room at a missile silo. So, like, it was a missile silo in the middle of fucking nowhere, Kansas. And I, I want to say it held up to, like, 16 people or something. But I think there was a group of, like, eight of us, maybe. Nah, maybe it was, like, yeah, it was, like, eight. And uh, on the on the Airbnb uh, page, it was, like, yeah, we'll give you a tour of the missile silo. Take you through, like, all of, all of the rooms and everything and show you what's going on. But then there's, like, a specific living room where you can actually stay the night, but you're not allowed to, like, walk around late at night because you'll probably just injure yourself, like, in the darkness. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, and also there's a drum drum circle. (laughs) And we're like, what? what? (laughs) So we get there, and uh, he gives us the tour. He shows us this drum circle, and it's in this gigantic room. It's like... It totally like encased in concrete, huge underground room with just, it had to have been, I don't know, $10,000 worth of like these drums and like different, oh, wow. like different, I don't know. I don't even know what you call them. Like, uh, rainmakers and like yeah, chimes yeah. and yeah, like just a, a million, a million of them. And, uh, 
we at first we were like joking around about doing because we all wanted to do it, but we didn't <laughs> yeah. know like when it was going to happen, you know. Yeah. And then like we after we drank a little bit and we were like, OK, um, we're going down to uh, the drum circle. <laughs> and we all went down one there. One year later. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it was one of the most fun things I have ever done. It was incredibly fun. That's great. So I'm sorry, I rabbit trail. Hey. Continue, continue. No, that's great. <laughs> Did you guys get a good drum circle going on there? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but I would like to. I actually would like to next time. So the layout of my house, my friend's house that I live at, uh, he it, there are three floors, three floors in the basement, right? So the middle floor, plenty of open space. That's usually where I have my game stuff set up. Uh, the, the piano is downstairs, dining room table is downstairs. Uh, middle floor is just bedrooms, but then the top floor, it, you know, it's an old hundred year old house, so it's got. Uh, the top floor used to be servants' quarters, right? Well, that is the most renovated part of the house because it used to have the le- the fewest amenities. So when they needed upgrade, that was the mm. first choice. Um, so it's ironic uh, that the up upstairs it has carpet, which is cool, but uh, it has a bunch of windows. It's not sealed very well. It's always an ice box in the winter and a super hot hot in the box in the summer. Yeah, and uh, we have a ton of outlets upstairs. Originally I was going to have, you know, I'm getting into the weeds here, but I was going to have all the PCs upstairs, have the consoles downstairs. But as more and more and more people showed up, I had more people than I expected, which was great. Um, but hardly anybody brought a PC. And I was quickly realizing like with space and with our outlets, like on the first floor, we barely have any outlets at all, period. But some of the ones we do are two-pronged. And oh, no. this was a, a night of like rough weather. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, oh, hell no, we ain't plugging into that. Like we are not plugging into a two prong thing without a ground. Um, you know, so it, we ended up going upstairs and we just filled that, that floor with people, which was great. Uh, so mostly it was consoles and switches. And then we hooked up, uh, my girlfriend bought her GameCube over with Zelda. So we had a whole run. We beat it in less than 24 hours and we did a ton of side quests and stuff. So that was cool. And then we, uh, we we did multiplayer games. People started off with Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That is a an instant classic. People love that game because you don't really have to be that great at it, and it's really flashy, and who doesn't want to save space bunnies? <laughs> uh, but we did that. Uh, but probably my favorite part of the whole night was when every, like that game stopped and people kind of went and did their thing, you know, like smoke break, bathroom break. Everybody's like seeing what other games are around and stuff. And so... Uh, I hand, I pull up Celeste and I hand it to this guy who I know will probably like it. And, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs. I'll see you later. And I was so happy to come back like 30 minutes later. I came up and not only is the game still on, which shocked me, I thought they were going to play like 10 minutes and be like, okay, well, anyway, what else do we have? And I show up there and the whole room, there are at least 10 people watching this game. And I mean, parts of it are pretty crazy. So you'd miss it. And you hear everybody like, oh, you know, so close. <laughs> so that was super cool because... You guys know how much I love Celeste. Mm. So to see that many people in a group setting enjoying that game was really awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it was just a fantastic night. Uh, people played a lot of stuff that How'd I didn't you game expect. Most them. Um, uh, I don't even know. A little bit of everything. Yeah, to be honest, I spent more time wandering around just watching people play and talking. I I was supposed to help. I was supposed to get help building my computer. We did that for like five seconds and then I got distracted. <laughs> so now I've got to schedule like a designated night because uh, I was talking to our friend Jeremy and he was like, yeah, yeah, you can't double dip on a night like this. Like 
if you try to do computer and party, nah, <laughs> they're going to be bumping elbows the whole time. And, and sure enough, yeah, it was so easy to get distracted. So uh, I hope to have another one here soon. And when I do that, I want to have my PC up and running, and I'd love to have the Vive up. I'd love to oh, really yeah. demonstrate that uh, at the at the next one. Because I, I have all the pieces. I just don't – like, I have all the hardware I need. I just need help making sure I don't burn the house down when I put it together. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that, and I'm really looking forward to doing another one. You know, we, we got a fair amount of snow that night. I mean, there's a lot of rain and stuff. So – it, it was a good time to be snowed in. You know, we had a, several people stay over for the night. And, uh, yeah, it, it was just a really good time. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that I feel like when it comes to, like, PCs, you're going to a LAN party. Like, when we were younger, LAN parties were that thing where it's like, I am, there's no way that I am not going to this thing. No matter how fucking annoying it is to carry... <laughs> My 75-pound yeah. computer. Back when I had a my, CRT monitor. Yeah, Dude, the giant-ass CRT Jesse, monitor. Jesse, one of the guys, brought his uh, SNES Classic and a CRT TV. <laughs> he brought the whole thing. So that was good stuff. I, I went downstairs a couple times because we ran out of space. Mm, because yeah. as, as the dynamic of the group shifted, as we got more people, and I realized we had fewer PCs than I expected, I, you know, we ended up getting just the whole crew stuffed up in the top floor. So next time, I'll more properly plan and split everything up between the two floors. Because Jesse was stuck all by his lonesome playing uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbor oh. uh, downstairs. <laughs> and uh, I'd never seen that game before, so that was cool. Oh, that's that's one out. of my all-time favorite that's kid games. Game. So that was the that was the game I At played. At land parties, though, you'll always find room. Like, there's that funny oh, picture, yeah. right, where they duct tape them to the ceiling, right? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it was. I remember all the weird positions, because I usually got shafted, because usually... A bunch of it was a bunch of family that they were family, and I was one of the family members' friends that would tag along. So um, I was always the one without a table, so I'd have to make it out of cardboard, you know, <laughs> yeah. put it on top of a TV, you know. But we always made room. There was one time I remember I had to set my computer up on one of those like neon colored play school like kid tables. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm surprised. Like plastic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my computer is basically like bowing it in the <laughs> middle and then I'm hunched over for like eight hours, but we made it work. But yeah, but now I feel like we're a little spoiled with how easy it is to, to game on consoles anymore. It's like, man, I want to bring my computer to that land party, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, there's other things I can do. Dude, we had, I don't think, I can't remember if we did have an N64. I know it didn't get plugged in if we had it, but the plan was to have an N64. So we ended up having, so I, the, la, the last two lands I went to, I was the only person to bring it, not a computer. And I also brought computer or like my laptop, but I really like my PlayStation and uh, you know, couch co-op stuff is way easier on there, and that's more what I'm interested in. But uh, I expected a lot more PCs. Well, what we had were, you know, the SNES Classic. We had a GameCube. I think we had an N64. We had, like, three Switches. We had uh, a bunch of PlayStations, including my girlfriend's. Lizzie played Skyrim. What is it? It's Monday. She had today off. She played Skyrim for, like, 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Which is almost not an exaggeration. Like straight up, she uh, she has been so excited to play that game, 
And, uh, you know, yesterday she was playing Skyrim on one TV and on the other one I was playing, uh, Red Dead. And man, that was pretty therapeutic. Just chilling, exploring, getting mad that I can't turn my silver fox pelt into a hat. <laughs> uh, oh, she had, uh, she was playing Skyrim and there was a, a, a quest in the expansion, Soul's Theme, or I, I haven't played it. I've only watched her play it. Uh, but there was a bug where, well, but um, when she shot this spider, there was a certain one particular albino spider. Every time it would die, the game totally freezes. Hmm. Not, not the whole PlayStation, but the whole game. And uh, that sucked. She tried it like five times in different ways trying to cheese it. No. Did you Google it at all or look it up? Uh, she did, but I don't remember what. I, there must not have been a solution because she was set on finishing that quest and it just wasn't going to happen. Um, so, like, Skyrim's got that jank. She, she's had a lot of freezes. She's, she's had the game freeze on her many times. And, uh, you know, that, that sucks, but she's able to play around it. Like, my stuff, I was telling you guys on Red Dead, there are systems available, or there are systems that appear to be available to me, like crafting and using the, uh, the, uh, trader, the, um, trapper. Uh, but I uh, have not unlocked that in the story yet, so I can't actually do it. So it's frustrating because I keep sinking a lot of time into this cool open world stuff only to find out that I can't do it. And the game didn't, you know, it misled me to think that I could do that. Um, so it is weird having an open world where the stuff isn't unlocked already. In Skyrim, like, you can go anywhere at any time, pretty much. There are very few places that are blocked by the story mode. Very few. But in Red Dead... Uh, there are a lot of things that it seems like you can reach out and do and create can't. And that's, that was frustrating me. I, when I spent all that time hunting down that Fox only to figure out that the trapper that I found online was not there. I was like, okay, I'm setting this game down because I'm going to get mad. Um, but that said, I am really enjoying Red Dead again. I'm glad I listened to some podcast coverage about it. Because uh, I, I did have a few things spoiled to me, but I knew that going into the podcast. Uh, so, man, I am really excited to see more of this game. I am excited to see the stories, to hear the music, uh, to watch some of these characters grow. Are you interested in online play at all yet? Yes. And what kills me, I, we had two side-by-side TVs, and Lizzie has told me before, she was like, oh, yeah, this would be a fun game to play together. And I'm like, hey, fun game to play together, let's play. She's like... Yeah, but Skyrim is here. And I'm like, oh, no! She likes it too much? Uh, but that that was fun stuff. So hopefully we'll play that here soon. Um, but, man, I'm just really digging that, that thing. I The TV I was playing on was a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. And I've owned that PlayStation Pro for a while. But I've never had a 4K TV to try it out on. So, whoa, got to see that for the first time. That's a really good-looking game. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, I haven't got to experience that type of clarity yet we uh we so besides what you see at the store and it's on demo right well (laughs) that stuff's all i got a crazy fucking deal uh on a tv so a guy a guy that used to work with us uh at our company he was like really crazy about always keeping an eye out on like sales or whatever so he was the he was the guy that you went to that always had the websites where he's like oh you need a flight for $75? I gotcha. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And uh, one day he he heard that one of our TVs busted. And uh, he was like, oh, you need a TV replacement? He's like, uh, there's a deal 
going on right now that you cannot find online. You have to go into the store. He's like, don't call the store, because if you call the store, the people looking up the price will literally tell you there's no stock available, and they'll just save it for themselves for when they get off their shift. <laughs> and it wow, was a... he knows this. <laughs> yeah, he was like, there's a 70-inch uh, 4K Samsung TV uh, retails for like, I don't know, it was something like $3,000 or something. But it was on, it was going on end of life. I got it for 800 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like I, wow. so now we have a 4K that we have the, the PS4 Pro plugged into. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing when we, when we first put in, um, uh, Red Dead Redemption, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, I don't have a 4K TV. <laughs> I'm excited to boot up Horizon as well. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Nice deal. Yeah. I, uh, the, the TV I got, I just bought it from my friend, uh, at the game jam. So he brought, he was like, if, I'll just bring it with me if, if you'll, you know, give me the money then. I'm like, sweet. Well, he had won it at work. Since 4K Samsung TV, it's worth like 600 bucks and he gave me a good deal on it because he already has one. Uh-huh. So, so he just made some change and I got a good deal. So oh, I'm like, man, hell that's awesome. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty sweet. Man, uh, I got that. And then, um, I, I won't tell you what I actually got until I know that it works, but I think I got like a really, really good deal on some other cool like entertainment shit i'll tell you what it is specifically after i've plugged it in and i know that it works <laughs> oh, no. um oh, so no. so we'll see but um yeah if, if that stuff pans out the way it seems like it is then uh I think I just got the deal of the century. <laughs> so anyway, I'm I, feeling like you like you found a piece of hardware like in a gutter somewhere. Oh, uh, it's not so far from what happened. <laughs> is it a pinball machine? Uh, it's not a pinball machine. It it is uh it's a projector and like a home theater system. But I'm not gonna tell you anymore because I need <laughs> I have to make sure it works before I have to eat my words. Um, but I'm excited for that. But yeah, I've just realized a lot. It's if you just keep an ear to the ground and you. You just keep people in the loop. Like if you just keep people in your life and are just like, Hey, oh, TV, you know, he was like, are you in the market for a TV? And I'm like, the hell yeah, I actually am. I've never owned a TV ever. I've always lived with someone who had a TV. So really? Yeah. So wow. when he came out and he's like, Hey, here's like the best TV. Kind of a humble kids. brag. I don't need TV. I play <laughs> video games without TVs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, and, I mean, the monitors that we use for our tournaments, uh, work perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah. They, yeah. they look good. Yeah. Um, but it's nice now that, uh, it, you know, if I like to have people over in game, like couch co-op and stuff, mm-hmm. well, it's way easier to do that on a TV than it is on a monitor because, you know, you just have to crowd around and stuff. But. We had a, uh, we had a guy at work today. Um, I was like in the kitchen, like making some tea or something. It was only about like an hour after I'd gotten to the office and, uh, he had a post-it note and he handed it to me and he was like, if I don't come back in an hour, call the police, give them this address. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? He was like, I don't know, man. I was on, I just happened to be on Craigslist this morning and somebody in the area was like selling, um, like nine card pages of magic cards. Uh-huh. Oh. And he was like, and I was looking at them and they wanted a hundred bucks for it. And I don't know if it's fake or not, but there's an $800 card in there. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. So he like, he went to go look at it. Uh, it probably was like an hour and a half later. And I messaged him like, did you die? <laughs> and then, uh, he said he was fine, but he came back and 
He said that it was a little bit damaged, but he was like, yeah, but I can at least get $500 out of it. Wow. So I was like, holy shit. I know that just from looking at some pictures probably. This this guy is – like I don't I don't know I, I like magic but I don't know enough about it to like tell you even what card he was talking about or like know the individual prices or anything right, like yeah. that. But uh he is he's been into it like crazy since he was a kid and uh he's the guy that like he'll go on to like Goodwill's auction websites. He's even like done some auctions from Japan and like he always shows me pictures and he's like, see how they arranged these cards around this card? Like, this card looks like it could be a $600 card, but really it was from a later edition and it looks like they covered up the, like, oh, the border, the border of the card so you can't tell which one it is. Ah. So, yeah, so it's, it's always interesting, like, hearing him talk about that kind of stuff. That, that's cool. That kind of, like, antiquing of. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, but I've been there version. before with handing your address. I've uh, I've done a deal. <laughs> I, I sold a Surface, and I was like, oh, man, I have to go out to Wyandotte. Here we go. All right, so I, I drove out there, and I told my brother, hey, please, please just make sure I, you know, contact you. If I don't if you don't hear from me in an hour, please call someone. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I know how that feels. When you meet someone on Craigslist, it's always shady. Yeah. yeah, it was after he called them, and he was like, I can't tell what they're like yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed bag. (laughs) Let's take a break. Are you with the Force? Is the Force with you? Well, the Force is with us over at the Echo Station Podcast, a new Star Wars series from the Heroes Podcast Network. Join us in a galaxy not so far away every other Monday as we discuss everything Star Wars from the original films through the whole EU. So pour yourself some blue milk and get cozy in that tauntaun with the Echo Station Podcast. Find out more at heroespodcast.com. All right, so we're back, and uh, we wanted to talk about this article that um, actually Thomas shared with us um, about here's it's from Dottie Sports and uh, or the Daily Dot. I'm sorry, not Dottie Sports. Yeah. And it says Netflix. Daily says, Dot and then <laughs> Dottie Sports is their uh, their uh, their esports, esports branch. Brand. Yeah, I think gotcha. I think that's the best esports outlet online. Period. I never knew that. So wait, hold on. Before we get so Dot Esports is a branch off the Daily Dot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm pretty right. sure Parsec. I only follow Dot Esports. Like I don't even go up above another level. <laughs> I, I'll have to double check this, but so there's a Daily Dot, and then there is uh, Parsec, which Parsec used to be called like Daily Dot Video Games or something. And then there's uh, Dot Esports. So I'm pretty sure Parsec and Dot Esports are both a part of the Daily Dot family. Huh? What I can tell you is that all of their, um, and I, I may have that stuff mixed up, but Either way, uh, both of those sources are really good for video game news. They're well written. They take their content seriously. They uh, so every once in a while they have clickbait stuff, but it's not clickbait quality. Like the headline may be a little clickbaity, but the article is a real article. Um, so I like sharing those guys because it's something I can, you know, not feel ashamed at sharing. There's some. There's so many gamer websites where. It's just like, oh, this news just broke five seconds ago, but I'm not sharing this from you because I do not trust your website. <laughs> like um, Kotaku? Uh, Kotaku's okay. They're hit or miss. Uh, but it's one's like, uh, it's like date, it's like a rant, so, gamer rant or something. Um, it's a popular one that gets shared all the time. Um, they're just a bunch of really low, low quality ones that get shared. Like comicbook.com is even another one that they'll, They'll share stuff like a little prematurely, 
like especially with rumors they'll say something as if it's fact but then when you read the article it's like oh no this is all based on a a rumor Mm -hmm. it's all based on a tweet that was like kind of sort of alluding to something and it seems just disingenuous anyway i'm going down the rabbit hole here (laughs) (laughs) well well back to the article so the article's titles netflix says fortnite is more competition than hbo um and for a basics overview of the article, it just talks about how Netflix is competing with viewership over Fortnite more than it is any other service out there or streaming service, Hulu, HBO, etc. And it just gets you to thinking, you know, they're not, they are competitors, but maybe not direct competitors. At the end of the day, we're all fighting for viewership. Who's watching my stuff, my content? I don't think they're competition with their content that they're streaming, but the games, this is the time that you're putting into it, Right. If someone is watching or playing 12 hours of Fortnite, that's hours of Netflix not being consumed, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where I get it, the indirect competition, because at the end of the day, it's what's on our screens and who's watching it, right? So what are your guys' thoughts? What are your, what are your main, uh, time consumers when it comes to your screen? Is it just the games? Is it Netflix? I'll tell you this, mine is still Netflix is number one. Even though I'm a gamer, I think games come second. Um, I just watch so much Netflix with my family and kids. It's still number one. Yeah. For me, at least. I think I've had Netflix since 2000, I don't know, 2009 or 2010. And I've, I've never lapsed my membership. Um, I don't know. I think what you said earlier about like the guy that commented was like, uh, why can't I just watch Netflix while I play? I think that there are a bunch of people in the world that do that. I do it. I, yep. can't, I can't do it. Oh, you can't. Yeah, I'm, I get, I like, I'm like hyper focused on one thing or another. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm playing a game, I'm playing a game. If I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching Netflix. I can't, I can't multitask like that. I can barely, uh, listen to music while I play a game because it bothers me not hearing the game audio. Yeah. I, I used to be able, if I was playing like wow or something, I could listen to music. I mm-hmm. could listen to whatever I wanted. No problem. But if I'm, if I'm playing like Skyrim, even. Or which like which has fantastic music, uh, but there are so many sound cues where yeah. you're like, oh shit, you're in battle, and mm-hmm. you can't hear that. I remember uh, I, I tried to show a college roommate Borderlands um, because he he was kind of trying to dip his toe into gaming. His brother was always a lot more into it than him, so I was like, hey, check this game out. Uh, I he and I sh- bond over music all the time. We share music all the time, so I was like, hey, you'll like this one. It starts off like the the title. The like intro sequence has um, "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked" by uh, uh, that uh, KG Elfin, and so I was like, "Look, just check this out. If you like this, play this game." And he went into his room and he played Borderlands for like a couple hours, and uh, it didn't see him till the next day. So the next day, I'm like, "Hey, how was uh, you know how are you liking it?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I mean it's it's okay. You know, I mean it's just kind of mindless. I didn't really get very far." And I was like, well, how'd you like that intro? He's like, what intro? And I was like, the, you know, where Ain't No Rest for the Wicked comes on and all this stuff. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, dude, did you, how far did you get? Did you get to Firestone? He's like, yeah, is that that, that little town? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, yeah, I got the far. I'm like, dude, the, at the very beginning, there's this awesome sequence where you watch the, the Varen or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That's Varen's from Mass Effect. But when, when you see that thing get run over by the bus, you know, and then, Ain't no restaurant. KG Elfin comes on. I'm like, this is right up your alley. This is so up your alley. And he's just giving me this blank look. He's been listening and to music. He's like, oh, I just muted the game and I, I was listening to my own music. And I was like, oh, yeah. no. You can't do the Borderlands. Oh. 
Well, I think you could if you're in the game. I think that's fine. I don't but know. But during there, a cutscene, I'm like, bro, you got to pause it. Even without the cut. Okay, well, maybe I'm thinking more Borderlands 2. Because Borderlands 2, while you're going through the quests and everything, there is so much funny shit going on. And I feel oh, like... for sure. And I know they put, uh, they put the... Um, the subtitles on there. Oh, but you but, remember I told you how bad the subtitles were yeah, on that. The, the yeah, subtitles suck. The first game, and and the just the voice of like the voice actors are so good. They really add to like the hilarity of. Dude, everything. hearing claptrap when he's dancing, <laughs> yeah. that's the good stuff. Right there. <laughs> yeah. So like when he he's like, oh yeah, I just played my own music. I'm like, oh man, there's a time and a place. And yeah. You haven't you haven't gotten <laughs> enough experience to know when that's appropriate. But at that point, I was like, you know no. what? I just gotta let him play the way he wants to play. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for me though, I think it's yeah. If, if it's a if it's a series, say it's like True Detective, I ain't playing the game during the middle of yeah. darn True Detective. But you know, if I'm if I'm grinding season sixteen Nephilim riffs, you know, I'm gonna put on some <laughs> freaking course. right. <laughs> to me, that's what I was doing Wait, today. Is that is that, <laughs> is that wow? No, that's, no, that's um, Diablo. Diablo three. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I jumped back into Diablo three actually just a couple days ago. Um, but yeah, I'm putting on Naruto. I'm, I'm cruising through all that filler, all right? Mm-hmm. It's just going to cruise through it. So I'm watching both whatever streaming service it's on, right? And I'm playing games. Uh, but I can see where Netflix's concerns are, which some people within the article, in its opinion-based comment here, but, you know, they think that's maybe why Netflix is coming out with Bandersnatch and the Minecraft story mode yeah. now. Because Minecraft oh, story mode that. is on Netflix now. What, it okay, is? So yes, because I've heard about it's just an interaction. Yeah. So... So Minecraft story mode is literally what what it is. It's the game, a story mode where you get to like the Telltale series where you can just do actions or create you know, like the old Goosebumps books. You choose mm-hmm. which what they do. But it's not the same one. It's not the Telltale one. It's a, a brand new thing? No, I believe I am I, I believe that the uh, Minecraft story mode is its own version of the game in a show, but you still make Moves like I, I saw my kids playing it the other day, or on Netflix. I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" He's like, we're playing Minecraft Story Mode. Like, how are you doing that? And yeah. I watch them; they just make decisions. Hmm. They have to keep asking mom what they all the words said, but they make the decisions <laughs> for them. Because I played the first one, uh, the Minecraft Story Mode, so I don't know how similar it is. But yeah, they put out those are the first two uh, choose your kind of ending. Have shows. you guys watched Bandersnatch? I was I, I was I, I was begging for like somebody to bring it up because I do want to talk about that. Okay, well, so have you watched it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, you have. Mm-hmm. We have to we we have to avoid spoilers because yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's a lot going on in that show, um, but I find it so fascinating that that they've done a choose your own adventure. You 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 do this. Okay, so the premise of for anybody who doesn't know the premise of the show Bandersnatch is. It's 1985, I think, and uh, this kid, this wants young to be a guy, game developer. he wants to be a game developer, and he wants uh, he he read this book called Bandersnatch, and it's a choose your own adventure game, or a choose your own adventure book, and he wants to make that into a vi- video game in the 80s. So uh, they do that, and now you are watching a Netflix choose your own adventure show about him making this choose your own mm-hmm. adventure game. So it's all very meta, and uh, you don't understand quite the extent it is until you watch the show yeah. and it really goes places. It already kind of hurt my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's kind of a theme of the show. Mm. Um, it's just a Goosebumps book, right? You kind of choose they have different endings and stuff, right? Different endings, but yeah. uh, sometimes like, you know, you'll have an opportunity to, you know, choose path A or path B. 
And if you choose bath B, it goes down this rabbit hole where all this stuff happens. If you choose, there's one in particular where if you choose path A, you go and you, you make all these other decisions and you loop all the way back around and then you come back to decision B again. So you make it, but this time, that whole path is different because you went on path A the first time. Yeah. Did you guys so, finish this show? Well, that's that's, uh, that's kind of funny. the weird thing about it <laughs> is like you make the decisions and then you'll go back and you know how like in Netflix when you're watching a show, it'll show you like, well, OK, I backed out of the show and it shows me that I've I've watched this this much of the show, mm-hmm. like on that red bar. Mm-hmm. And like or you, when go, you get to the end, it's like, you know, uh, the credits of whatever you just finished go up in the corner of the screen or whatever. And it's like, you know, up next and it'll yes. put on like another movie or something. Yeah. It kind of sort of does that where it's like, hey, like uh, there's one, there's a decision very early on where there's an obvious choice and you're like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to do that. And one of the characters in the show is straight up like, wrong answer, mate. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, you know, it plays for a minute or two more and you're like, oh shit, I fucked up. Like I thought I was supposed to say yes to this. I did. And no, I was not supposed to. So do you, do you use just the arrow keys to choose a yeah. decision? Yeah, because right. there's only ever two decisions. That was the same thing with Minecraft Story Mode. I was like, this is getting real. To me, though, you can so, imagine that sucked. I wonder so, if Bandersnatch probably doesn't suck as well, much as Minecraft okay, Story Mode. Well, so, keep in mind, Bandersnatch is Black Mirror. Don't mm-hmm. go into this thing okay. looking for smiles and mm-hmm. laughter. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, I've seen a few Black Mirror episodes but this season. I can't believe you haven't. If you've seen a few, I can't believe you haven't seen them all. You know, like <laughs> actually, it's funny. Lizzie's watched the whole thing, and I, I've watched the first season and a half, and I just forgot to oh, keep man. watching it. Well, it's funny because she told me that in the movie there are parts from other episodes uh, that actually are in in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cool that they kind of relate all this stuff. Yep. Um, Black Mirror is oh, just so good. Yeah, but but just like what you're saying with Minecraft. Um, I so I had fun with Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a cool idea, but really at the end, all I could think was like, I can't wait to see where they go from here. Like it was good. It it almost felt like they were trying to get people to dip their toes into it because in the beginning of it, it not not even just the beginning. In certain in certain scenes, there are periods where you're like. I don't know how much like this matters, you, you know, like, yeah. Do you have time, a time limit to make a decision? Yes. Does a decision yes. get made for you if you don't? Uh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but I don't know. It was because, I mean, how do they, how do they build that into the video? Right. So like if you're watching a show and you make a decision, they're going to give you a time limit for every decision. And then it's like, it, it doesn't want to chop up the filming that's going to be very hard to build, like, build second or um, seconds, like, another season off. Like, Bandersnatch is probably never going to be a sequel, right? Because you have five different endings. Which sequel do you build it off of, right? Do you have multiple endings? Well, I think they would. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. So then you really, it's just a one-time kind of. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where it's like, if they do it again, it'll just be a different, a different story. story. Yeah, yeah right. so okay. it's an anthology, which is mm-hmm. what the rest of the show is. So yeah, I, I think the Choose Your Own Adventure would make how long the did, most How sense. long did it take you guys to get through a... Netflix says that it's an hour and a half long. I remember we were about 40, 45 minutes into it when we saw our very first proper ending. And I was like, oh, so that's mostly, I mostly saw Bandersnatch. 
Anyway, let's go back and make one other decision. And then, oh my gosh, there is so everything. Much. Else. Well, yeah. So th- that's, that's kind of what I was getting at with like the, the red bar where it shows you how, how much of an episode you've seen. Yeah. Because yeah, we did the same thing where like we got to the, we got to a proper ending after like 45 minutes or so. And then we backed out and it was, and it looked like we'd only watched like 25% of it. Oh, but really? I was I never like, saw that bar. That's I was like, what? Does this mean? But so we went back and made different decisions and we got probably another good 30 minutes or so out of it at least. And then went back and it still looked like there was more to watch. And, but it felt like we felt like we had chosen almost every like option, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm excited to go back and watch it again. Mm -hmm. I Uh, guess because without spoiling anything, there's a segment where you're, supposed to pay close attention and make a decision based on that close attention. And Lizzie and I fucked it up. We, we messed it up. I, I'm pretty sure I know what we did wrong. Um, but when we went back, when we tried to just go back to the last time, the last decision, when we arrived at that same point, it didn't let us, it didn't give us that option again. So I, I'm excited to go back, make, you know, you can choose at the beginning which cereal you eat. And apparently yeah. it has a, a, an effect on Wait, stuff. it does? Yeah. That's what I was like. The, the first one, I was like, okay, yeah, uh, all right. Whatever. You're just teaching me how to choose. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what I thought. Yeah. So huh. with for you two that have done, that have already experienced this uh, show or Choose Your Own Adventure show on Netflix, is it, to me, I just don't find it so entertaining. Like, after you do it once, you go back, you're interested in going back to it again to see what else there is. Because in a movie, the best thing about a movie, it's literally there's an ending, whether you like it, whether you hate it, yeah. whether it's good or bad, there's an ending. This one has five. Then you go back, or I don't even know how many it oh, has. Oh, it has I'm way just, more than five. Th- see, there, okay, so there you go. So and some of them are dead ends, and, and yeah. uh, dead some end. of them and just... And they, like, force you to restart. Force you to restart. Yeah, and then oh, there are ones okay. where, uh, like, you go and you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is nothing. And then, oh, this opened up 20 more minutes of mm. movie. And it doesn't, it doesn't make you restart all the way back <laughs> to the beginning of the show. Okay. It takes you. It takes you back to the decision that forked you. That off. kind of helps because, like, man, I'm not want to do. I, it just feels like I don't want to do this. Yeah, again. and there's no fast forward function in the show. Yeah, you have to watch it, so you can't just cheese it and go cheat the, your way to just get an ending. And I think that's why, like, we stopped. Like, we did. We did go back and try some different paths, uh-huh. but it's at a certain point you're like, okay, I've seen this scene like six times. Like, this is fun, but I think I'm. I think I'm good with this now. You know, like I think I'm done. Is there like Man, the, we, ne- we never really is there like that. a perfect we, we, mode? Like if you do these decisions, seems, you'll get a hundred percent. It seems to me that so I don't think the, you could, right? The, it, it's it's hard to, it's hard to explain <laughs> it without spoiling okay. the entire thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I'll try it. Out. I think I haven't looked this up online because I don't want to look anything up because I want to see for myself what these changes are. For example, I don't know what the serial changes are, but I want to find out, okay. and because I I wanted to look up the thing that it's like, hey, pay close attention. Did you get it? I wanted to look up what the answer to that was. Uh, but as soon as I Googled it, I saw a ton of things, like other questions about the show that I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I have to close this. I can't, I can't look at these. Um, so it made me realize just how much stuff, I mean, we spent probably an hour, an hour and change, easy, uh, watching all those different endings and going back. But every single one was different. And even when you thought like you'd re-choose a decision, you'd be like, okay, I've already seen this. I'm not, I don't want to watch five more minutes of a movie I've already watched. And we never had to. Like every single time we 
went back and went left and then went right again like we had last time, it was different than the last time we went right. Uh, it, it's it's kind of difficult to explain, but there's just so much stuff in there. And I like that Black Mirror is the perfect thing to do it for because it's an anthology. You don't have this big open, you know, this big world that you have to worry about yeah. a, an ending for. It's like, a, you know, at the end of Mass Effect 3, you make a decision and like that's the end. Like there, you can't, there's not a Mass Effect 4, which yeah. is why when they made the next Mass Effect game, they made it take place between uh, one and two or two and three, one of those. Uh, but they, they did it, you know, adjacent to Mass Effect but not uh, a part four. So, yeah, Black Mirror is basically just a bunch of, like, visual short stories. So, so well, yeah. okay, so going back to the article and the premise here, was that, t- what, did you enjoy that? Would you see, like, see more of that type of Oh, stuff? hell yeah. I would, too. And, again, like, I didn't think Bandersnatch was the greatest experience I've ever had, but it was so interesting. It was like, they could make this fucking gold. Like, they could make this awesome. Yeah, it tickled my brain. Especially okay. if you're thinking like, uh, like even just think what they could do with it with like VR. Like mm-hmm. they make oh, VR yeah. games where it's like it's not necessarily really intense on like the controls or whatever. You're just making choices through this VR world. Like that would be that would be pretty interesting too. Yeah, so I'm excited to see more of that um, as Netflix continues to like gamify. You know, Netflix used to just be movies, and then. They incorporated TV shows. <clears throat> I, I I might be fuzzy on the details there, but they used to be all non-original content. Yeah. Then they started to make their own stuff. Yep. So they they you know they they wanted to become HBO before HBO became Netflix, and they totally did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know now, like this article states, it's like if, if people are consuming, and you know. Their goal is to consume, basically. Like it's like in between Overwatch matches, I basically always pull up my phone, even if I have nothing to look at. I just instinctually, I'm just like, all right, I need to be doing something right now, and then, then I'm, you know, yeah, popping a, into it. I'm we, spectating we a game live, of Hearthstone, or I. We live know. in a completely instant gratification world, mm-hmm. and we're all victims Very of true. it and slaves to it. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. in I need information now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, it's like whenever, whenever I'm, feed it to me, please. Whenever, whenever I'm hanging out with Kelly, it's like if we're in a situation where, I don't know, we have a question and I don't know the answer to it, just immediately she pulls up, pulls out the phone. I had yeah. to start being like, put that fucking phone away. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if we don't know the answer to something. <laughs> you know, I said to when you know, you know, when you have a. When you have that, when you're both looking for the answer on the tip of your tongue, you're like, stop it. I know you're going to go for your phone. Let's figure this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. Let's use our mind powers yep. together to figure that answer out. We don't need to go to the phone. Then yeah. we both go to the phone. Yep. 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 <laughs> it's like, it's driving me crazy, though. Yeah, so that stuff's interesting. So, like, in a consumer world, uh, y- you've got people who, you know, it, it's funny. that In the article, it states that uh, in when YouTube went down for a few minutes, yeah. a few minutes in October last year, they said that their viewership and signups, which is the most shocking thing to me, spiked. Like, for a few minutes, the, this other service went down, and it was just like, all right, to Netflix. Everybody yeah. just immediately turned to Netflix. <laughs> and so uh, in a world where people are consuming video games either by playing them or on Twitch, uh, with Fortnite, like people are playing Fortnite, people are watching, watching Fortnite, yeah. and so both of those combined, if if Fortnite servers go down like they have, 
uh, other services are flooded with, with viewers because, you know, people just want to be doing a thing. So when those other services go down, uh, you know, Netflix is their number two, it's their backup, so they go to it, which makes, you know, the argument for this article that Netflix and Fortnite are technically competitors because people are going to consume one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. Generally not both. I think your average consumer does not consume both. Uh, you know, all, all three of us in this room might, but we may not be indicative of the huge audience that Netflix and Fortnite have. So uh, if people have to pick one or the other, if Netflix is number two, then that number one is their competition, and that number one is Fortnite, at least to a lot of people. So uh, seeing like the gamification now of Netflix, uh, and they just raise their prices a little bit because they can, yeah. because their signups have been better than ever. They're gonna they're gonna raise them again just based on how well they're doing. They have no reason not to. Yep. If people keep paying, they're you know why mm-hmm. wouldn't they? I remember raising? when my Netflix subscription was seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> Pepperidge <laughs> Farm members. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I got Hulu this year for a dollar a month. A dollar a, a month. A dollar a month. Twelve dollars for the whole year. It's Black Friday. Get that I, on Craigslist. I got, I got rid of you. <laughs> I met him in the back yes. alley. There we go. No, yeah, they had the Black Friday deal. I was like, we got rid of Hulu like four years ago. I just stopped using it. Netflix was it. But I do love what Hulu does with some of their updated shows. You get them right there, newest seasons. But mm-hmm. yeah, Black Friday there was a deal, and uh, my wife snug, snagged it ninety nine cents for a whole year. I share my uh, Spotify account with a guy who shares his Hulu, like, no ads account with me. Oh, so, that's nice. Nice. Yeah. So that my, my big thing against Hulu was, like, I get it if you guys I – don't, I, don't, I don't really understand how all of the money works on the back end with you, like, showing new shows and how you have yeah, to show really commercials. Right. Even though I'm paying monthly. Right. But I was always like, I don't care what the answer is. Fuck you. There's no way I'm doing that. My but, my issue was like I don't even mind con- commercials that much to be honest because in my mind it, but if it's the same commercial it's the three same times. commercial it's like yeah. dude I just watched this it's thirty seconds yeah. long like I get it now you're making me like spite like I am angry at this yep. product yeah you should not have shown this to me three times yeah or like six times depending on commercial breaks yep. yeah I do that not that that is that is exactly yeah that's where I, yeah because it's like you know if it's different commercials every time it's easier to tune it out. But if it's the same one over and over and oh, over again, good. it's just like, okay, well, you have officially gotten under my skin. <laughs> but then sometimes you like start the episodes where it's like, would you rather watch commercial breaks or do you want to watch this one like three minute long? Yeah, it's like, yeah. give me the commercial. three minute. I'll yeah, I'm like, give me that option for every show and I will <laughs> always watch the. the their long. ad logic's got to be crazy too because you know, like Naruto or or shows that have a lot. I don't want to say a lot, just really age shows like. You don't even watch anything. After you watch the first ad, the rest of my experience has no ads. Mm-hmm. I don't know why which shows are like that, but certain shows, just literally you watch one set of group of ads, and then for the rest of the evening, I don't watch any ads. Hmm. It's that, crazy. That really is such an unusual business model because I do not understand it. I imagine I, – I, I get the basics of it. The newest shows, they want to be, hey, we're not cable where you get to be on this some crazy $70 – you know, and they probably range. have to pay a lot more to. But we're going to show you these ads. You're going to watch five of them now because you want to watch. Hey, you don't have cable, but you want to watch the newest episode of, say, the Orville, right? And then, by the way, you have to watch it in the next two weeks. We're only allowed to keep a repository of three weeks at a time, and we're going to roll it. That's it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see how all this stuff goes. It's remarkable that. 
that Netflix would call Fortnite a bigger competitor yeah. than HBO when they work in the same industry. It does blow my mind because, like, I feel like when it comes to HBO, if HBO comes out with a new show, I immediately assume that it's going to be a good show. I, I think and yeah. until it proves me wrong. Oh, exactly. And I also think we I think of competitors, and I think they're saying you're right. These are indirect competitors, but at the same time, videos. Video games, movies, television—it's all in the same. To my, in my mind, same entertainment branch. Like mm-hmm. they're competing against well, each you, other. You, th- you think of how uh, you know every day we get closer to the singularity. Yeah. You know, uh, this this year's CES was—I uh, didn't read as much about it, but I kept hearing that a lot of what the show was was the big fish, the Microsofts and Amazons, all trying to get that one device that they get in your house. The you know Siri. Alexa, everybody wants to be that one that has everything. Like, that's the singularity. You just say, Alexa, literally tell me anything. Oh, okay, here it is. You know, that's insane. But, uh, like, Netflix wants to do that because they've already, they've got movies, they've got TV shows, they've got original movies and Mm -hmm. TV shows. Now they've got a gamified show, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's kind of a clickbaity way to put it, but it's interactive, you Mm -hmm. know. So it's a game, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so if they're moving that direction, I will say uh, HBO has always been good at miniseries. And I always thought if if like video game series adaptations were really ever going to take off, it was going to be HBO. But with the success that Netflix has had, mm-hmm. now it would seem to me if they're trying to move really in this direction, if the other gamified show they have is a proper game, it's Minecraft, mm-hmm. well, shoot, like... Show me. I think I think there's going to be a Halo series on HBO. Once upon a time, that thing has been greenlit and pulled and greenlit several several times. I think once upon a time there were rumors of a Warcraft show. I'd definitely watch that. Uh, but I think a mini series is a perfect place for game adaptations because I don't need a whole movie. Yeah. Because it's too much content to put in one spot. I don't want a 30-minute TV show. I'd rather have an hour-long TV show to really sink your teeth into it. Mm-hmm. It feels like a gaming session. You get about the same amount of content, character development, all that good stuff in about an hour. And if Netflix decided to move in that direction, oh, man, I am on board. Yeah. I think part of it is, like, you look at HBO, and HBO, part of the reason that they're so selective with stuff is that they only have so many shows. So they need to make sure that whatever show they're releasing – is probably pleasing the majority of their their customer base. Mm-hmm. Netflix is just sprinkling every fucking show you could ever think of. You know, like the big South Park joke about like, oh, welcome, uh, thank you for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's it's totally true. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that it's annoying just because Netflix has released so much media. That you can find what you want to watch. It's easy for you to find the things that you like. Maybe they've come out with 40,000 other shows that you think are just terrible, but you don't know what they are because Netflix is good at like directing you in the direction of the, of the stuff you want to watch anyway. So all of that said, let's say that Netflix picked up any adaptation of any game. What would you want to see? You know, be really cool. Even the, Here's something I gotta say though. If, if they do these choose your own adventure, maybe they can have like not a million different endings. Like you should know you're going towards two different endings, right? I don't, I don't know, but I think Lord of the Rings would be fun. Lord of the Rings would be so fun. Just different characters you can take lead of. And I don't know, just 
Is it, is it just one single character in this in Bandersnatch? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're just I was, following. I was even thinking, if you had Bandersnatch more heroes or, or a traditional or, miniseries. Yeah. If you had, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'd like to see some sort of choose your adventure, really RPG like, you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. World of Warcraft, the movie, like they've already got a movie. Now. Okay, well, but we don't need to talk about that. Movie. <laughs> I, I really, I really wish that they had come out with a Warcraft miniseries before the movie. Yeah. Because uh, I still haven't seen the movie, and actually, I'm pretty sure I'll, I will like it based on what I've heard. I understand why other people wouldn't, but I'm pretty sure I would. I wish that a miniseries had come out first because then you can really take the time, Game of Thrones style, to like check out, oh, look at this thing over here. And Heavy Rain on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That yeah, would, that would that take out the janky controls. <laughs> That's yeah. the biggest drawback of that game is that you're stumbling around on the controls all the time. <laughs> that uh, would be a good one. That would actually be a really good one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could do... Uh, I really wish there was more Mass Effect content that wasn't the main storyline that that you see. Uh, there I, is that that world is so vast. Oh, you could make so you could have entire seasons on like just like r- racial I, backgrounds I, and I, stuff. I wanted I wanted them to come out instead of Andromeda. I really wanted them to come out with like a I want to be a bounty hunter. Just send me out to the uh, Batarian space, you know, mm-hmm. the edges of Citadel space. And, and I'll save human colonies from the Batarians and I'll be a badass and stuff. Man, I didn't know what my answer was, but now I feel like it's Mass Effect 2. Like, <laughs> Mass Effect would be the perfect... Knights of the like, Old Republic had the same type of choice system, right? Yeah. And that'd be really cool if, if your account, say they, oh, that's it, they have a Paragon-like system, right? You can either go light side or dark side in your Netflix account with this Star Wars game, KOTOR 4, on Netflix, you know? And you become a dark side and he just goes... That'd be cool if, if they had a whole season where you could pick... Maybe every episode only had like one, maybe two choices. Just enough for, for them to still have a story between episodes. Because the more decisions you make, the harder it makes, mm-hmm. or the harder it is to have a consistent storyline. Because you don't want to make ten versions of the same season. That's just a huge financial burden. Um, if they had a season where you could pick little things here or there, and it was tied to your account where you're like, oh, you got, you know, like in Red Dead where it's like, yeah, you've got like honor, dishonor. Any one act doesn't change your honor that much, but like a lot of acts in one direction will change. So they're they're going to have a friend system in Netflix here soon, aren't they? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Man, to be you honest, it's I'm it. surprised that doesn't exist. Now right, yeah. Yep. You know, it's, it's, more like, more like a, 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 a darn it, what's the darn listening the streaming music uh, Spotify. Spotify where you can see what other people are watching and Dude, stuff like that. Why? Okay, I just got to get this or out off my to. chest. Why is there not a Spotify for podcasting? Like I know Spotify has podcasting, but it's not good enough. And I need the one app. I need the Twitter of podcasting mm-hmm. where <laughs> I can see what my friends are listening to. Yeah. You can rate and recommend shows and share them easily. Ah. I, yeah. It kills me that there's not one <laughs> singularity for uh, for podcasting. Speaking speaking of uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. I I feel like I would really like to see like a Star Wars series where it was almost like um, you guys remember the the old uh, Aeon Flux cartoons on on MTV? No. Oh man, you should go back and watch them. So they're they're just shorts. Like are they like the Star Wars shorts, like five minutes. They're like Clone Wars ones. Nah, well, no. So, That's my only point of reference. So they're 
they were shorts where it was like you always followed. Well, I shouldn't say you always. Most of the time, you followed Aeon Flux. So you get you guys remember the the movie that came out? Mm-hmm. That was Aeon Flux. I remember that it exists. Have yeah. not seen it. Yeah. So it, the the cartoon was. It, I don't want to say it was anime. I don't. I don't really know what art style it was. It was. It was kind of anime, but a little bit. It was like '90s anime. I feel like, but like not not over the top. Anyway. Well, definitely over the top, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, like, you would watch these shorts, and it was kind of interesting to watch because she was, it was always like she was trying to complete some task. And the interesting thing was that sometimes she failed. Like, sometimes you'd watch it, and she would not complete her task, and then she'd find herself trapped in some place until for eternity or something. And she would, oh, that's a long time. But then, like, other times she would complete her mission or whatever, and it was just you never knew what was going to happen. Wait a minute, so, did she actually get stuck somewhere from for eternity? I don't like, know if it was this, eternity, but she work? definitely would die. Like I'm pretty sure there were plenty of times where she like just literally got shot to death, what? like at the end of the okay, episode. Do not know anything about her character. How, are they all just like, oh, well, this could happen? Yeah, I think that that's all it was. Was that every time you watched it, it was just a new story. It was watching cool. her figure out a new puzzle. So it was like, and it made it interesting because you never knew if she was going to survive or not. And it was always the same character, but it, they never, the episodes never really like strung together. Like it was the same world and the same people oh, she was fighting against. You know what would rock? Uh, okay, Eternal Darkness. I forget. Have either of you actually yeah. played it? We, we uh, John used to play it. About yeah, it. we've talked about it. The, yeah, where you so, lose, slowly lose, in, you lose, lose your sanity. sanity. Yeah. yeah uh, so that's a cool game. I've said a whole lot of stuff about that in the past. But uh, the point of the game is that you play as different characters. And almost every character that you play as dies. They have an ending and that's it. But it advances the story a little bit because the main character who's reading the Tome of Eternal Darkness, she now sees what they learned. Uh. So she learns what they learned. So they died, but she gets their knowledge. And uh, if you had a show like that, because that would fit the anthology, you wouldn't have to worry about too much, too many decisions being made. But you could still have an ending for a character. You could pick kind of how stuff goes because if I remember I think there are a couple things you can do in the game where you kind of pick a choose your own adventure thing you know back back in the day like when that didn't really exist yet uh, but if, if something like that became a, a show where you had these different characters that everything seems unrelated until it is you know or uh, there maybe there's one character who's you know connecting it all mm-hmm. at the end or something Man, if they had something like that where you could have standalone episodes where it's okay for someone to die. Yeah. Like, if they die, that's all right. That's, We're going to keep moving forward. That's what I'm getting at with the Star Wars thing. What if, what if like, you had a series where every episode was just from the perspective of not a Jedi or not a Sith Lord. It was just somebody in the ranks. Like, maybe you're just following a Stormtrooper. Maybe you're just following one random rebel, so, you know? Like, Halo ODST. I think that game is totally underrated. Because you only ever see the world of Halo through Master Chief's eyes, and he's like the most, mm-hmm. the biggest badass of all time. I mean, he's unstoppable. He's a, a god among men. But then you play as like an elite Marine. You play as the best that humanity has to offer uh, for like normal humans. <laughs> and you kick ass, but whoa, like when you get shot, you get shot. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that perspective where it's like, oh, so this is what the war actually looks yeah. like to everyone else. And it would be cool too, like maybe, maybe out of an entire like twelve episode season or something. Maybe you see a Jedi once, and he's just in the background. You never even hear him talk. Yeah. You're just like you just see him like fucking killing the shit out of the people <laughs> in the background, and you're just like hiding Whoa. in a corner trying to like not be it's seen. That episode right. when they're on the Death Star or the Super. What is it called? The new one. 
or the uh, Super Star Destroyer. Super Star Destroyer. Super Death remember. Star Destroyer, whatever. And then Kylo Ren's going into his tantrum. <laughs> and oh the Stormtroopers are like, oh, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make that choice. Do you follow across <laughs> Kylo Ren's path or do you turn around? When you say you cross Kylo Ren's path, you die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I didn't make it that far. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're like the Stormtrooper that had your AirPods in. And, yeah. and you didn't realize he was having a tantrum and you walked over there and, and just got chopped in half or something. All right. You're like, ah, oh, man, sorry, buddy, wrong choice. <laughs> That's good. All right, well, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We, uh, we kind of went off on a tangent there, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. No, looking forward to see what Netflix has to offer here very <laughs> yeah. soon. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys have ideas for what you would like to see as uh, a Bandersnatch style or just a miniseries uh, TV show, uh, let us know what it would be. There are a lot of good ways that this could There's go. Potentially a lot, millions of great ideas. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's pitch all the worst ones of them so we can <laughs> let Netflix know which ones not to pitch. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. All right, thank you. Later. Gamer Heroes is part of the Heroes Podcast Network and hosted by GGKC. You can find our episodes at heroespodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and tons of other podcast apps. Follow us online at Gamer Heroes Pod and at GG underscore Kansas underscore City on Twitter or at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. You can also find us on GGKC Facebook page and our website, gg-kc.com. To all you gamers out there, play nice, play well, and play again. See you next week. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.